Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. We're thrilled to have United Intentions Radio join us here on Angel Heart Radio to inspire you with your own intentions and how you live in the world. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome to the Good Intention Show, coming to you live on the UI Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions one intention at a time. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Yes, this is the Good Intention Show, where you will meet people who live life intentionally and hear about things they're not telling you in the mainstream media. And now, here's the truth seeker, the snake charmer, a legend in his own mind, broadcasting live all over the universe, your host, Mr. Tim Ray. Sounds like an epic show today. Uh, Maybe. You got, the, you got the chills? I get the chills every time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I tell you, that is uh, – talk about defining reality. And today, folks, is the show's all about defining reality. And that is one of the movies. And that was back in the 60s the 70s? It came out in the 60s, Eagle. I think. Was it the 60s? It, was it, it, didn't, it didn't come out in 2001? No, no. <laughs> but no. how cool was that too, like yeah. with the upcoming eclipse and stuff? That oh yeah, exactly right. And uh, just what a great, a great movie if you haven't seen that. But more so, what we were the effect we were trying to make is how we all think we know what reality is, and one of our <laughs> one of our one of our just the humanistic drive in this world is to try to define our reality. And it seems like as more we try to define it, the, the slipperier slope we, we, we fall on. Oh, right? yeah. And it, the more we, you know, the more you, you know you don't know. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we, we have, we've been speaking all the time in reference to why are we so compelled to define reality where we just, why don't we just sit back and just enjoy the fact that we're here? But we have to spend all this time, resources, money, uh, you know, strategizing everything, just defining what we're supposed to be experiencing. It's like going to like the seminar in heaven rather than just like being in heaven. Yeah, talk about. Tell me about heaven. Yeah, yeah you know, know. Let's yeah. talk about heaven. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. right there. Go, yeah. go walk around. Like, I don't want to make a commitment yet. <laughs> yeah. Just I need to know some details first. You know, <laughs> once my mind is convinced, I might take the first step. <laughs> I, I, I need a thirty-day trial, and then, <laughs> yeah. then, then, we can, then we can do the. Full then we package. need a focus group. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is funny out there. It, it is amazing. But today, if you haven't figured it out, we have Susan McDowell, our uh, regular host here. Uh, welcome, Susan. Hello, hello. She's with the Magic Touch, and she has uh, she does so much about changing people's lives and transforming people's lives. Not only on our show and her wisdom she shares, but also with her her skill set of uh, physical, uh, you know, emotional, mental, you know, and really understanding people's. A state of being and how to shift from a, a lower frequency state of being to a much higher and uh, that's what you do so tell me a little bit what you do first uh, thank you, know? you i like that whole intro you're well, getting, you know <laughs> you're really getting to yeah. know know the whole thing well right? you know I, yeah you you've done me plenty of times and getting myself my mindset straight so it's all about the connection between mind body emotions and spirit mm. whatever you want to call that your gut your instinct your inner guidance, your higher guidance, and how they all affect one another. And if you don't learn something on the mental and emotional 
plane, it will it gets more and more dense so that you have an opportunity to look at it and see it more clearly. So if you don't learn it on those planes first, it comes into the physical, into your body, mm. and then it's hard to ignore. And so we go to the root cause of what, were you, what was your thinking at the time you got this thing, um, how were you feeling around it, and when we get to that root cause and pull that out by the root, literally, um, healing takes place and it's long term and it isn't that temporary thing where stuff keeps moving around in your body until you finally figure something out. Yeah, you know, you think doctors would have figured this out a long time ago, but honestly, and I subscribe to this too, and I know you do as well, but you know, what if it was true that every physical ailment we have in our life is all emotionally created originally? What if? What if? Right? <laughs> that is really what my whole practice is based on. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what if? And uh, just in that, because yeah. I think this is going to fit in with our show today as yeah. well. Um, something you well know that I think if you will take this in, people, and really ponder it and digest it a little bit to show you how powerfully our thoughts really do create our entire reality. Look at the example of someone with a multiple personality disorder. DID. Yes. <laughs> um, there are examples, and this is all medically documented, of a person that in one personality is one blood type, and when they switch into their other personality, they are a completely different blood type. There are some personalities that are diabetic and will literally die in that personality if it is not treated as you're supposed to treat it with the insulin and whatever you need to do. And then in another personality, they are not diabetic. You know, I, I've heard that too, and I'm sure there's studies on that as well, but if that to be true, which I believe it is, let that settle in for a second. Think about that. Based on your expression of a different state of being, your, your physiological uh, needs are different than the other state of being. Unfortunately, in a multiple personality DID, it's not a very popular. You know, uh, it's not a great way to not, experience. Not a great that. way to experience. <laughs> you know? But at the same time, it's definitely a validation how powerful our thoughts and intentions if are. If some, if people could just really get the yeah, levels of reality, that it would change everything <clears throat> we think about how we eat. Mm. You know. Oh, there's so many examples so, out there. You know, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton. He yes. told the story about the uh, girl who had needed a heart transplant. She was a young girl, and she basically uh, um, had a uh, heart issues and she was going to die. And this other girl who just died, uh, the family donated her heart. Uh, and then she, so she had this other girl's heart. And what was happening, she was having nightmares, regular nightmares. This is documented, regular nightmares that she was, she was being killed. And um, turns out that the girl who gave her heart was murdered and they didn't know who murdered her. But her vivid dreams, her, her dreams are so vivid that eventually she told the police what her dreams were about. The police found the murderer by the dreams that she told them about of the girl that get donated the heart. Fantastic. So th that alone should let you know that, okay, um, one, don't worry about death. You know, there is no death in that sense. But two, that our consciousness is the broadcast. We are the broadcast. And, and finding the, the, the TV with the right antenna to, cap, to, to tap into that broadcast is the physical body. Yes. And even though the, the TV breaks down, doesn't mean the broadcast is gone, your soul, your consciousness is gone. No. It's just waiting for another antenna, another TV to, to pick up that, sim that's that, that unique frequency. And the station that you choose to be on yeah. is your focus. What you focus on yeah. is your station. Yeah. So we're basically just broadcasting TV. Uh, you know, we, could, we just might as well make a movie out of that. <laughs> but before we get into, uh, and this, I'll segue into, into the United Intentions Foundation, uh, before we get into the magic touch and Susan and we're talking about today about defining your reality, which is um, a, a human need. I don't know if it's human need, but it definitely a distraction to some it's degree. It's a human drive. Human drive, For sure. Yeah. Uh, you, yet speaking of drives, Jennifer right now, she's working on the United Intentions Foundation Imaginative Program, which we have a new 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 logo coming out here a little bit. You'll you all like that. And uh, she, it's, and if you don't know what the Imaginative Program is, it's very simple. It's a 15-module uh, uh, SEL, Social Emotional Learning. And it's being incorporated into schools, private schools, homeschools, and even now looking into public schools. We're showing children how.
how their thoughts create their experiences and how if they shift their thoughts and experiences and the perception of that, they shift what actually happens to them. It's using the law of attraction without really, you know, just not even how they speak about it because it's it's just all matter of our perception. That's what we how we define our reality and even quantum physics supports that. So it's 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 this program that you go from first grade to twelfth grade and as you as you get older the words change from goals to intentions and things like that. But it's all about social and emotional learning that we're not being taught in school now. Or I don't think we ever were. We're allowed to. But uh, it's being taught and it's uh, people are embracing it and it's shifting and changing kids' worlds. Can you imagine if we knew that? I know you probably knew but <laughs> can I imagine most of us knew that at first grade? Yes. That our thoughts create what we experience. Where would we be today? I'm like it, I'm like doing a lot of back time work here. It, you know? yeah, well, and yeah, you have to erase or you know, <laughs> let go of a lot of the things you gathered along the way, not knowing that. Right. But I'm excited to see how these kids do create their realities mm. because I envision like say graduation from high school the excitement of getting out there and creating your world that you want mm. you know and having the tools to do that and already having seen it proven out to you over and over again just just think how many how many uh, how many pimples are gonna be disappearing because <laughs> of your power and intentions and, and, the, and the awkwardness of being a teenager yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, what would happen during that time period? Let's think. So get on our site, <laughs> unitedintentions.org. It's a free site. It's, we're a 501c. Uh, you could actually want to help with the, with the Imagine If program. Go to How to Help and click on there and do recurring donations, do donations. We live and die by donations, and that's how we keep getting the, the information out there. Uh, also, you could go online. It's a free membership. You learn to associate with other like-minded people uh, on the social media aspect of it, and you learn how to track, your create, track, and manifest your intentions, one intention at a time. It's a digital opportunity to experiment with the law of attraction and the power of manifestation. And it's a support system for you <clears throat> if you want it. An accountability uh, system as well. Yes. Yeah. And it can be, you can keep it private or you can make it public and open yeah. for comments. And uh, and it's more pats on the back. It's not a Facebook type you loser, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you're tired, if you're tired of what's being said on, uh, you know, on the different types of social media out there, because everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame and they're not really being constructive, then this is this is the alternative. And in fact, this is not just an alternative. This is a game changer, a paradigm shifting uh, process where you actually start yourself taking your power back, where you start creating the reality that you want to create. So check it out, unitedintentions.org. All right, first, uh, let's get into our topic here. Wow, defining a reality. Why do you think it's, like you're saying it's a human need. Why do you think it's a human need? I mean, we're all born just, <clears throat> we're constantly trying to figure ourselves out. You know, we just want to know where do we fit? Who am I? What's my purpose? Um, it, it's just our need to understand ourselves. And I believe that need becomes even bigger when we get separated from our truest self from source yeah because there's something in us dying to get back to that feeling that connected feeling that i'm in my flow i'm living my life in my purpose and everything has meaning and excitement so there is a and, purpose to separation you're telling me well yeah there definitely is. There's a whole lot you can. It's like, uh, you know, the positive and the negative. You need the other to really appreciate the other. If you weren't disconnected, you wouldn't know how magnificent it is to be reconnected. So if everything was just happy-go-lucky and we were all just hugging and loving and kissing each other and, um, you know, we were all... You know, rainbows and rainbows butterflies. And butterflies. <laughs> you think we'd be like, you know... You know, we bored. Will, bored. Well, I, 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 no, I wouldn't even say that because no. we wouldn't. We wouldn't even know what boredom is. So we would just be exactly. in that state of being, in that flow, yeah. right? And so, and perhaps maybe we were, as they talk about in different religions, that we had the fall, and the fall perhaps being separation, um, and that you know maybe we it was all rainbows and, and unicorns at that point, and we had nothing really compared to. And all of a sudden, we're like, hey, we um, have this now a separation and, and enter the dark side, <laughs> um, and and why. And if we ha had chose this type of experience, why c why couldn't we learn from the dark side? Not so much learn to you know to enjoy the dark side, but more so learn from hey, this is I don't want this anymore. Uh -huh. I've had enough experience with failure, pain, and suffering 
maybe I want to, maybe I, I can choose. Yes, and how do I do that? And how do I, you know? and that's the million dollar question. How do we do that, Susan? Yeah. <laughs> that's what all of our shows are about, aren't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we already told you, so we're not going to tell you again. <laughs> so it's a really good game when you look at it as a soul to come into a three-dimensional world and pretend we can lose our connection. Because as a soul, we, we're it. We just, there is no without it, you know? Even uh, though we can't feel it, sense it, or most of us can't feel it, sense it, or see it, you know, through the five senses, we just have to kind of assume that it's there? I, I think well, we can. You know, when, well, when, when you get happy or when you feel love, that's, that's you connecting to source. I love that. You, you can feel it, and you can sense it, and you can know it. Um, but initially, because when people have been separated for quite some time it's something you have to make yourself familiar with again but everyone can relate to a happy joyful moment or a moment where you really felt loved for just who you are or a moment when you loved completely just unconditionally something Um, all of those experiences are examples of connection so do you like you have fear you have love you got the universe's, I don't, I don't want to say a neutral energy, but it, it allows you to feel love or pain, learn through pain or learn through love. I mean, it doesn't really... Yes, it just, doesn't interfere, it doesn't allows interfere. us. And I, I wouldn't say this energy is organic, Is I'm mean, sure it's organic and alive and, and consciousness, but um, it, it not that it doesn't care whether whatever you feel, a pain or suffering or love, but it, it more so wants you to have that choice. Yes, but... So you could really learn from it, really make a real commitment to something. We actually chose to come here and do this um, because everything in the universe benefits from our doing it. Um, But the higher part of us is never disconnected. When you said neutral, it isn't that it doesn't care or, you know, any of that, but it won't lower its vibration to be disconnected. It keeps the signal always alive and strong for us whenever we see we're learning focus, how to really focus and create. That's what we're learning here eventually. And so it holds the signal and then it's our choice whether to focus on thoughts that keep that signal strong and alive connection yeah exactly or thoughts that make us not feel so good you know and that's all the whole line of negative feelings and it's being becoming conscious of where our thoughts and feelings are because most of us just don't even give two seconds to it right we don't meditate we don't still ourselves we don't ponder we don't we're just lost in this world of distractions and going from one moment of gratification or pain or suffering or seeking, you know, uh, you know, seeking pleasure or avoiding pain, right, type of mentality. And it's almost like on some level we're, we have devolved so we can evolve. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect, really. Well, Wait, was it one step back to get two steps forward or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, but in the devolving process, it could be pretty ugly, Susan. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, be downright ugly. I mean, do we? I mean, do I? I, you know, I don't know how many times I've been here, but I mean, do I have to experience it again? Or honestly, I mean, do it's, I don't... it's always really your choice, <clears throat> and it only you only say that from a position of disconnection, ah. because connection on Earth, when you really learn how to do it, is a joyous, fabulous experience. So, so a lot and, of folks who have that uh, that thoughts and beliefs that oh my God, I'm just so tired of. Seeing seeing this this pain this ugliness in the world at that moment you're saying they're disconnected from source otherwise they wouldn't experience that feeling they're looking at it from a naturally human perspective but they are not looking at it in the same way that source is seeing that same thing and that's why they feel so horrible Uh because they let their view of what is happening disconnect them from their source and that makes anybody want to scream (laughs) (laughs) so so what would be a the mentality of source when you're connected to source how would you view something that a human would view as a negative reality you first of all you have a a much larger view and 
the main ingredient of that view that changes everything is you know your infinity and you know that we are infinite. So death does not look the same from that view ever uh. because this is it's like you can see everything as if it's a movie. Everything on earth, you can see it like from this per perspective of going to a movie. You can get completely involved in it like you do in a movie. Uh, you can cry sometimes and laugh, and but you see it larger and you know that you have the power to walk out of that movie. So when, and, when you get lost in the television or the movie, you, don't, you kind of forget that you're the observer watching the movie. Yes. Interesting. So, okay, here we have this world, Susan, that... People, you've turned on the news, which I stopped doing a long time ago. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yeah, I was just going to say that same thing. <laughs> you might want to try that. <laughs> um, so when you're watching the news and you listen to, even on the entertainment end of it, it's all just like, I was just watching this really dopey movie. It's just like so politically correct. They're trying to make this point of, hey, you know, try this ecstasy or, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, say horrible things about drugs, but when it's being so used as this recreation rather than a purposeful point of it, um, I think becomes very destructive over time. Anything, anything over abused on that level. But it just seems like they're just, they're casual sex, uh, drugs, uh, instant gratification. It's just being pushed and programmed, not only in the news, but also in the, in the entertainment media. And so you, you, it's, it seems like it's another way to distract ourselves from going within ourselves because instant gratification is always a hollow pursuit because just like the kid with the new toy, you know, you get the toy, you play for a little bit, and guess what happens? You know, you're looking for outside. Right. Where's the next toy? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's that's <laughs> and, where we're, we're and, kind of being distracted, where we're looking for outside validation. I do believe that's part of the process. <clears throat> and okay. that's what else you see on that larger view that uh, time, first of all, stretches out way beyond one single lifetime. So you look at it all as the journey of mankind. You this, is, know? this is like your higher and, self, your higher, your soul yes, perspective. Yes, this is how the soul sees it. Yeah. And it is how you as a human can learn to see it the more you connect with your soul. So you're, you're looking at what was it you were just saying? The uh, how you, how the negative realities. Oh, how you get distracted yeah, yeah, from everything outside yeah. of us, and I believe that's part of the process that we need to move through. That uh, it's like we almost have to become saturated with something for it not to work for you anymore. <laughs> and we're seeing saturation happening a big time right about now. everything. Worldwide. Yes everything so we're going to this far extreme and it's uh a lot of people it's like i could i, I was okay with this i i was okay with this i started to squirm a little here and now i just can't take it anymore you know people get to this thing and so it takes what it takes to get people to the edge of a place in themselves where they're willing to open a new door and what what can I do? What this all has not been working. Mm. What more can I look at? What do I need to see? Maybe I need to open my mind and see something I wasn't willing to see before. It's like it's like uh, the, the prodigal son in the in the Bible. How yeah. so? How they have they have to go out to experience life and fall on their yes, face. Yes, yes, yes. And and they come back they're like you know you, you know, had it all along, Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just called me Dorothy. All right. So um, <clears throat> so yeah, no, I get that. And, and now that brings up an interesting point, though. It seems that that's the avenue, the route that most of us humans go through. That we have to experience so much pain for us to decide to choose love. True. That seems like a common path. But the, my question is to you, Miss Susan, <laughs> does it have to be that way? No. And, really? And this is the new paradigm that we're moving into. And, of course, it's getting to the worst before it gets better. <laughs> a lot of people would want to argue with me about this new wonderful paradigm right now. <laughs> like, are you on drugs? <laughs> Do you not watch the news? Yes. Have you not seen what's going on? News is reality. Come on. <laughs> so we go to the opposite extreme first. And I'm already seeing signs everywhere of people, um, instead of just pushing, pushing, pushing against it, um, you can look and people are saying, I'm more determined to be a kinder, gentler, 
more caring human being. And there, there's this whole wave of people who are starting to actively move forward into love, into actually being the action of love. Authenticity. It's, they're, yes, they're instead of just that. talking about, oh, sure, I'd rather have peace than war. You know, a lot of people say that. And, of course, I like love better than fear. But to actually live it and embody it is the next step. Yeah. And then this is taking us, and the suffering and struggling is also a stage of mankind's growth that we needed to live through and understand and see and go through all that before we were ready to look at how many times, like, most people wouldn't think it's possible to live without struggling and suffering for each new growth, yeah. you know, but when you reach a certain level of evolvement, you don't need the contrast in your life to be as extreme and as, you know, the heavy, heavier density humans, you know, they're even talking about you know, once you kind of embrace the energy, energy, understanding how we're all energy and we live in energy and, and we, we can learn to play with energy or we can let energy get the best of us, right? So there's now even groups called Brethren's, uh, I, I believe, Brethren's, that's what they're called. Um, I think... They eat breath or something, like air or something like you that? You don't mean Breatharians. Breatharians, that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. that, that's yeah. been around since forever <clears throat> yeah, that, no, when I, people <clears throat> understood energy. you got to have faith to be a but, Breatharian. Yeah, you know? yeah, or you get real skinny real or you get fast. Real skinny. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 got the, they got the people that, uh, that they eat, they're called, I think, like sun gazers, where they actually like stare at the sun and that's yes. how they get the Nutrients yes, too. yes. Yeah. So. There's always been groups, and the breatharian, just to qualify that, is uh, people who know their energy so well that they can literally take in the energy they need to sustain their lives. And they don't need to eat food or yeah, whatever. That's a big concept to incorporate into your life to really, because, you know, coming from like, you listen, I haven't you, met any. I haven't either. Uh, um, I wonder why. All right, you know, they probably don't, they probably don't they probably don't last long. <laughs> they, I, I did it for thirty five days. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean, if it's true, uh, and I'm not, I mean, scientifically, uh, it makes sense. I to understand me. the concept I understand the completely. Concept, yeah, but for a human who's ne who's who's really you know neck deep into this density of this three dimensional world. It would be a. It would be like that's that's you'd just insanity. Work, you'd that's have to work through la layers and layers of belief systems. Yeah. Now I have seen there are yogis who have such control of their body that they can like take like nut eat some two, nuts and some water and that's all they need for days. Well, they can take two breaths over a whole day that and sustain themselves. And they're the ones who can lock themselves in an airtight container. And where anybody else would hold on, if if that is true, what you're telling me, I mean, I want to see this that. This is true. One. Okay, I want to see that. And two, if that's true, then it makes it gives a validity to these breatharians. Exactly, it really know, does. Breatharians, whatever yeah. you call them. So um, <laughs> you always get names okay, correct. Listen, if you're listening out there, if they're your breatharian, will you oh, please, please call us? Please, please call us, and we're going to get you on air. All right. And yeah. We now have a Google number where people can call us. Oh, oh what is the Google oh. number? Um, I don't know what it is, but we have it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll mention it next time, and then people can call us. And like, yeah, right now, it's just a mere rumor. <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah, we, we got that because we have the psychic suit now, and that we're going to have a bunch of different psychics coming on each week and and uh, sharing their experiences. Um, okay, so back to what we're saying. So that's fascinating because. We are energy, and once you understand to play in the energy, you don't have to choose to. Um, we're gonna take a quick break here, but we don't. Have to, we don't have to choose to uh, uh, stay in a negative reality. We could actually shift that. Exactly. We, and we're gonna get into the uh, answers of how you can perhaps avoid have to stay in pain to the point where you have to embrace love. You could just bypass that, right? <laughs> skip that. Step. Skip that step. <laughs> we'll be right back with Susan McDowell of the Magic Touch. Are you ready for a VIP experience? At J.H. Chaveau Salon, we treat you like a VIP. From the moment you walk in till you step out with your new look. You'll be relaxed, pampered, and best of all, you'll have your own private room. Our services include haircuts, color, keratin treatments, hair extensions, and much more. We even have micro-balding and permanent makeup services. Come see us at 970 North Point Drive, Alpharetta, Georgia. Or give us a call on 
356-6740 and feel fabulous. Only at J.H. Chavot Salon. All right, we are back with Susan McDowell of The Magic Touch. And if someone re- reaches you, what's the best way? Uh, you can call <coughs> Patty, my answering service, at 770-841-0698. And Patty's the latest AI. She has a robot in her um, office, <laughs> right? <No? laughs> I got thoughts about AI. That's a different episode. Well, that's a whole other show. <laughs> actually, actually, Patty's a live person, sweet gal. Yes, she's sweet very gal. sweet, and she knows my business well, yeah. and she's charming to talk to. Right. Um, so, all right. So we're back to most of us in, 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 in our day-to-day life. We have to have uh, experiences where we have to feel so much pain that we're – to the point where I can't take it anymore. God, you're on your knees praying for God, want to reconnect the source, right? Yeah. Um, now, and then, and I've seen over and over again, not only in the Christian world, but in just all religions where people get to that point and they has just transformed their life by their connection to God, goddess, all there is, whatever Buddha, Jesus, whatever Moses, whatever, you, whatever floats your boat. Um, and has transformed their lives to the point where they are not the same person they used to be. Yes. Yes, that's true transformation. Right. So that's learning through pain to learn love. Now, you're saying that uh, we don't have to experience that if we don't want to. No, I'm saying that is the new paradigm that we're moving toward. And I believe that's coming into being because of all the pain and suffering that people have gone through and the begging to the God or the universe or whatever, they're asking with deeper into the worse it is, the bigger and stronger the asking is to the universe. Purity of intent. But then when you're in that place of struggling and asking and you can't get out of it, you're not the one who's going to receive the answer from the universe because you're not a match to that answer coming in. So, but future generations will benefit from your asking right? because we change and it starts with thinking again. We have to be able to conceive of something for it to become a reality for us. Um, and that's why we talk about these things. So like, can you have any like general examples you can maybe give somebody a little bit of a flavor of what that means, um, how you perceive that? Well, it gets, and it really is a process, like I said, of really figuring out, looking at your thoughts, finding the ones that really don't work to create the the reality you want. So it's going within, and, looking at not only your conscious thoughts, but your, your self-talk, your subconscious talk you're yes, telling yourself, right? The, and the basic beliefs you have about life that you picked up all the way along the way. And so many of these, if you find, you'll hear things coming out of your mouth, you know, that no pain, no gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have such a society about what uh, what is it, idle hands or the devil's it's workshop. A, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. all these things that make us feel guilty yeah. about, you know. Doing, re- yeah, being, being a human being rather than human doing. Yes, and we have a huge crisis uh, in the world right now, and especially in our country, of way and big imbalance between doing and being we have become a society that doesn't understand the value of being and how it needs to be there equally with the doing for balance to happen and it's so pervasive in almost every industry especially the medical industry i mean we're 95 percent burn cut and prescribe and five percent preventative mm-hmm. you go to japan it's just the opposite they're 95 percent preventative and five percent burn cut and prescribe so it's it is that example you just said is pervasive in almost you could probably go from industry to industry yes. to industry and you could pull that same the same theme out of there yes and even roles like motherhood and oh but you know God. it's motherhood, like motherhood that exists anymore what happened to motherhood <laughs> honestly and that and that be in that and it, even little kids in kindergarten are stressed out it's almost like everything's so upside down like feminism it, it's like feminism to be a feminist you have to become more masculine i'm like what feminism is about exploring your feminine energy it's not about Doing becoming it. more masculine right you know? right or, or you can have equality yeah. but don't be more of what they're oh, it's, being. It's like that's upside down. You yeah. have you have every, you have like you said the kids' situations are upside down in school. They're not teaching kids how to critically think. They're teaching kids how to memorize and test. I mean, everything seems to be going in the direction that we're going to be experiencing pain. 
Yes. Well, again, it's the extreme of finding out what happens to myself personally, to my family, to society and the world when we are disconnected. How does that show up in life? And we go to the extreme of that before anybody's ready to turn and do something different. And the turn is, the extreme is, that we look for everything outside of us to fulfill us, to make us feel valuable or worthy or lovable. And the turn, and so it gets more and more extreme. I need more people to tell me I'm okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, I need more toys to make me feel worthy, Mm. to show people I'm worth something, you know? So when you go to that extreme, uh, and then you find out, oh, my God, I have everything that I ever thought would do it, and I'm so unhappy. I'm deeply, deeply unhappy inside. That is when only a lot of people will make the turn and to look inward. It sounds like being a human doing is about outside gratification and being a human being is about inside gratification. Well, the perfect balance would be <clears throat> to do the being, connect with yourself then whatever inspires you to do on the outside yes then the doing is in service to the higher frequency energy because the joy is going to come from within and the enjoyment of the outside whatever it may be it just mirrors the joy you're putting out right and it it's shared and other people can pick up on it but you don't need it to feel the joy. You carry the joy with you. So you get this brand new car, this uh, car that you've been dreaming about forever. And, and when you're coming from a, a, a source of enjoy, from within, you're enjoying this car. The car gets in a wreck or somebody steals your car. There's no joy lost. Right. That's an extreme right. example. And but, if you your know. car reflects <clears throat> who your worthiness, then a piece of your worthiness is has been gone has been taken and so you feel deeply upset and very insecure which which takes us to that strong sense of identification on our possessions personal possession Mm -hmm. and not just things but it's people too Mm -hmm. and that's another way how we define our reality is by how many things or how how much we have of something right Mm -hmm. and that whole line more (laughs) is better yeah yeah that's where that came from right um, so defining our reality on that level by our connection or identification to the uh, outside shiny objects um, to shift that is and is is again how would you shift that from say you re- say you for the first time you're hearing this and you're like oh my god that's exactly what I do every day yeah. I, I put all my my worth and 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 self. Uh, um, appreciation into other things, other people, everything. Yes. And I'm not claiming any power from within myself. So how do you shift that mentality if you're just waking up to this? Well, first of all, you don't have to change your whole life instantly. Oh, come on. We <laughs> have to like, I, I, have to go get, you know, I have to go move to another country and I gotta, you know. I have to start speaking like, softly yeah. and holding my fingers like this. Um, <laughs> I, really? I don't, I don't, I can't go to India and have my, 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 my moment? Come on. Well, you can, but you can also stay home and have it. <laughs> so you just start right where you are. You, you don't, don't beat yourself up and feel guilty and think I'm doing it all wrong. Just accept I've been doing the best that I know how to do so far. And now I'd like to learn a little more and just gradually start to easily change it and bring it into my life. So you just begin by doing a daily going within practice. You can just start with 10 minutes, maybe eventually go to 20. You don't need a whole lot of time to do it. But if you start going within it, every time you do it, at first you'll just, it'll make make you just feel kind of good and more relaxed. And uh, But little by little, it accumulates in experience. And that focusing within is literally focusing on the soul, the God part of yourself. And it starts to get stronger. The more you focus on it, your connection gets stronger. You'll start to feel uh, more confident inside. You'll be happier more often or just feel this mild joy 
from doing nothing. You're just kind of walking around feeling this, wow, I feel kind of good. I don't know why. Is that when you're in the flow? <laughs> yes, yes. And then the more you do it, you'll start seeing more and more signs of your connection. You, Everybody else got stuck in traffic for some reason. You found this opening and you just got there and had no problem. It's raining um, and all of a sudden you, know, you, you, you got to do an outside event. And yeah. The clouds, the clouds disappear. Part. Part, yeah. <laughs> it really is amazing how... As you get more connected, your purpose is with you as you go through the moments and moments of your life, your life, and things do start going better for you and you can feel it. It seems so like, it seems like it's, it's, it's always just on an intellectual level and really to connect with the flow, you really have to incorporate your emotional beingness in it. Um, but it just seems like it's always there, but it's such a challenge for people just to slow down, to mm -hmm. be able to just start connecting dots because you can't connect the dots when you're going everybody says i don't have time for that yeah. i don't <laughs> have know? time to relax <laughs> i love oprah said if you don't have 10 minutes a day you don't have a life <laughs> <laughs> no it was uh tony robbins said that yeah. to oprah that's what okay. it was yeah um but the more you think you don't have time for that the more you need to take time for that right. um and it really is giving yourself permission to do some self-care to understand it is not selfish it's not hurting anyone else in your life it's actually making you more to take into your life getting you more balanced and connected so that you affect everyone in your life more positively and you are more balanced and you feel better about whatever you are doing out there with everyone else so it if you don't, if you know you're not in the flow, uh, one indicator would be, I'd say, if you're feeling like you're being victimized. Oh, at every time, yeah. If you feel like a victim, you are completely disconnected because when you're saying I'm a victim, you're saying I have no power, I am powerless, and then whatever happens to you is going to happen to you because that's your belief. Right. You believe things happen to you and come and insert themselves in your life from out of nowhere and you had nothing to do with it. So you actually believe that your life experiences creates how you feel and think. Yes. And and I interesting enough, um, the reality of the situation is just the opposite. Exactly the opposite. But it's so close to each other. It's like the chicken and the egg. It's so close to each other. So it's a, that's why I could see how hard it is for people it's to... It's a tiny shift in yeah. perception <laughs> yeah, that changes everything. Yeah. It changes everything. It is where all your power lies. Yeah. And when you really do take that inside and your responsibility that and i don't mean responsibility in a kind of way it's like a joyful responsibility that i do have power in this world and now i have a toolbox of ways to affect this world you know and i don't feel powerless and helpless when i go out there i'm not scared because I'm carrying my power with me everywhere I go. So it takes me to exactly the right places at the right time. I meet exactly the people who... You're supposed to meet. Yes, and who will benefit something in my life. And, you know, in a good, good way, and when you're in the flow, you really... You, the only way to be in the flow is to be in the present. Mm -hmm. you Absolutely. Can, you can't have it, you know, and in any given, any given, you know, American day, let's say, because a lot of the countries are a little more laid back than we <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, siesta time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Everybody in All my right, shut down the show. We got to take our 10-minute nap here. <laughs> um, is that when you're, uh, you're, 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 you're lost in the future or you're, you're lost in the past in any given moment in your day? If you're constantly thinking about, okay, I got to do this next, I got to do this next, and, and there's a sequence to understand that to utilize your future for sequence and for um, projects is very important. But to stay in the future, oh my God, if this doesn't happen at this two o'clock, then this is what this could happen, this could happen, that, and you get lost rather than saying, hey, I need to do this at two o'clock and then come back into the present moment. Yes. Or if you're like, oh my God, did I just say that stupid thing to that person there? Oh my God, I wonder what he's thinking about me or what yeah. she's thinking about yes. me. What, and then now you're staying in the past. Yes. Rather than saying, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Let me apologize and move on and back into the present again. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's an art. To, uh, learn how to, how to learn to stay in present and utilize future and past. And it takes practice. But practice, it gets like anything. The more you practice it, the easier and easier it gets. And this is something that as you practice it, you benefit. 
and then everybody around you does. So yeah. you want to keep practicing more. Right, right. Well, we can, we can take another quick break, and when we get back, let's talk about how uh, we could practice that on a day-to-day basis because I think that's a big solution for people to to incorporate pragmatically in their life right now. How do I stay in the present and utilize my future and past thoughts to benefit me rather than to uh, to to lose me into the out of falling out of the flow? Good. good. We're we'll right back with Susan McDowell of the Magic Touch. Guess what, Jennifer? What, Tim? You can listen to the Wake Up Hour weekly at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wow. Guess what, Tim? What, Jennifer? You can check out all of our shows at unitedintentions.org. All right. We are back with Susan McDowell, The Magic Touch. And speaking of you know, uh, how our thoughts create a reality, that's only really, I was just laughing to myself earlier. I was like, our whole mission is exactly what we talk about. Yeah. It, the whole mission, if you go to our site and look under About Us and you look, click on our mission, it's going to say something very comprehensive and long. It's going to say the mission, the vision of the United Intentions is uh, awakening people to the power of their intentions. Bam. Boom. There, that's there it. it is, there right it is. there. Go, Jesse. That's it. And uh, but so that's all that we do all day long because once you, it, it's a subtle, like like Susan was saying, it's a very subtle understanding of how our thoughts come first and our experience comes next. Uh, switching that where most of us believe that our experience comes first and our thoughts come from that. It's a subtle switch, but once you switch it, everything and not just switch it, but you know, pretend like you're switching it. Really understand that's how the universe works and that's how you're you're really empowered and you're not the victim. Once you understand that, everything changes. And so we were just talking about before break how how we can do that on a daily basis. And um, you know, why don't you like why don't you like go through a routine that you would consider like a, and you know Maybe you're, maybe put yours down a little bit easier because yours is pretty you know well processed <laughs> throughout the years you know where somebody first getting into this could well, maybe first maybe, of from all, the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but first I, of all, I did want to say that when you were talking about how people go out of the moment by going into the future yeah, and the past yeah, yeah. and going in, and and you're talking about fearing something coming in the future or depressing in the past yeah something that's already happened that made us feel bad um, and then we fear that might happen again. Um, so, th- But there is a way. It's not that you never think about the past or the future, but you think about it through the present. So everything starts from the present moment. So you would start with just breathing. We talk about that. You just breathe, focus on your breath, and then you can take uh, a few moments to then focus on your hands. This gives your mind something to do to focus on and feel. Um, and it's an easier way to bring yourself into the present. Then if, and this is how, how you catch yourself, if you are thinking about the past or the future and it makes you feel bad in some way, then that is not productive at all. That is just repeating a pattern of fear-based thinking and that which will create those experiences. But if when you think about something that made you feel great in the past and you relive that inside of you and you get that going and you use that as a way to convince your thoughts that good things do happen to me. Look at that. You know, or even and, when a bad and, thing happens to me, there's a silver lining in it. Yeah. It's there for me to learn from. Yeah, I remember I got such a gift out of that. Yeah. And and you could look at it as a, a learning experience where you go, I remember how long I worried ahead of time before that thing happened. And and then what I learned from it was that all that worrying did no good whatsoever. And I worked it and it turned yeah. out well. And so I'm teaching myself how not to, to trust. I'm teaching myself to trust my inner guidance more, to just trust that when that moment comes, I'm going to know what to say and what to do mm-hmm. because I will be in my center. Mm-hmm. And that's what practicing being in your center gives you when you come to these maybe difficult little places. Where you get lost in and, and, you, and you, you're deviating one step an inch further away from your present moment before you know it, you're lost in the future or lost in the past. Um, so, and I also yeah. just wanted to say about going into the future from that place yeah. is you can look at the future and be excited about it instead of fearful about it and excited like, look how much more I know today than I did a year ago. Right. I can't 
wait until five years from now to really see myself skipping through life, <laughs> whistling down the hallway, you know? It, the world's falling apart, and you're like, and your hallway's <laughs> perfectly in place, right? Um, so, like, I love about defining your reality. When you wake up in the morning, you can define your reality. Like, what my my little uh, catchphrase is, is because uh, I stopped watching the news and entertainment and all this stuff, the propaganda out there a long time ago and i said you know why am i i'm every time i put, turn on the weather i hear the weather's going to be or i turn with the news what's going to happen i'm creating their intentions for these strangers that i don't know mm-hmm. I'm, and so you're joining that I'm wavelength joining, I'm joining of all those people who are believing the same thing yes. I'm, you know i'm flying in that same and you're direction. adding to it and i'm and so i'm putting more energy and power into this to manifest itself in our reality so once i claim my power back by saying you know what i'm not going to create what these people want me to create anymore. I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to create my own news. I'm going to create the Tim Ray news channel, yeah. you know, and that's exactly what I've been li- living, living my life over the last so many years is that, yeah, I have the power to create my own news. This is what, I, this is what I'm going to create in my reality for today. And I think that mentality is really critical to understand the connection of taking your power back. Yeah, you know, that is totally empowering. So what do you do when you wake up in the morning, Susan? I, I Give do. me an ideal perfect day for you. <laughs> so I'm sure I, every day is not like that. No, you know? but but most of them are pretty good. All right. I do always take a few minutes in bed before I get out of bed and just like think about my day coming up. And I have a couple of songs sometimes that yeah, I'll... Yeah, the rated, rated PG version. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. That's my nighttime one. <laughs> 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 but I'll, I'll like... There's a couple of, of songs that will get me going in the right vibration right away. Like I'll do the uh, Black Eyed Peas, but I switch it to today's going to be a good day. day. And and then I'll go, today's going to be a great day. And I just start singing that ahead of time. Or I'll sing, you know, clap along if you feel that happiness is the truth. And just if you get that in your head, it's like it'll just keep going and going in your head. And what a better thing to get going in your head but those kind of thoughts. Right. Like a song that you can't forget that's actually giving you positive message after positive message. Yeah, I'm like mine, oh my God, it's 10 o'clock? Uh, what, 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 what meeting did I miss today? You know, <laughs> I don't want those thoughts. I want no. like, you know, happiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so then I'm becoming the vibe that I would like to affect the world with. Yeah. You know, I'm getting some, and not every day, you're right. Some days I wake up and go, oh, I could have used a little more I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got some shout outs on the Facebook saying that they're coming in from Philippines saying hello to you. Oh, all hello, right. Philippines. Hey, all right, Philippines. We love you. Yeah, hello. Uh, great. You know, I had one of my very best friends when I was a teenager was Filipino. Really? Well, it's uh, a great culture because they're, they're so like um, it's beautiful, so positive for the most part, and they're and they're very engaging. You know, the, we'd love to hear yeah, any comments yeah, no. from you. Um, and and uh, tell people if they want to do uh, uh, shout outs, they can do on Facebook and on Spreaker too, as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Live. Yeah, all right, good, good. You could t- you could sign that. Um, so, um, uh, what were we just talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, the, the day, Susan's oh, day to day. Oh, your daily routine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then I just start. I I started a practice years and years ago of looking for good things in the world. Look and begin just with your life. Um, just get up and say, today I am gonna make an effort to look for good people, for good happenings, for good experiences, and I'm going to acknowledge them inside of myself. But say you're in war-torn, you know, uh, 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 Syria. I mean, isn't it a little more challenging to have have that? Of course. But but even more important, though, to have those thoughts, is it not? Absolutely. To believe that in a situation where it feels really like dire straits, you need to understand and look for somebody else who got out of a situation that bad or worse and made their life into something amazing because of coming out. How many people do we know who are the most amazing people and the greatest teachers because they came out of horrible early 
early oh, experiences. I, 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 teal swan, you got a whole bunch of them out yeah, there. Yeah, they're they're yeah. all, over the, all place. over the place. And it's up to you whether you make your life that way or not. But it at first that's hard to believe when you're feeling awful and in an awful situation. So you always begin by convincing your intellect of the thing you wished you believed. You can't just jump into a belief when you've lived something else. Right. So you start looking for evidence that makes that belief more and more true for you. And that's how you can condition your subconscious thoughts to, to be in sync with your conscious thoughts. Yes. And then if you look for them, more and more will show up. Right. Any vibe you get going right. starts attracting more of itself. It reminds me of that movie. I can't remember. It was about the Holocaust and... You know, and the guy was always happy and positive and is trying to get his son to feel that positive and, and he'd act all humorous and I, oh boy, I can't remember the name to it, but it was, he was creating an environment yes. in a midst of, you know, of the, of the concentration camps, yes. you know, a positive environment so his son could have, feel good, you know yes. what I mean? And yes. It was just an amazing movie, but uh, that's the same concept, isn't it? Yes. It definitely right. is. Right. So you create the world in your head yeah. first yeah. before it starts actually coming into your – and if you create it well in your head, it will come into your feeling experience, which brings it to another level of vibration. Mm -hmm. And so then you start imagining what that world will be like when you pick yourself up. And, and you must know that every day that you live, as you begin thinking this way, is another step toward that way out mm. and that new mm. life for you. Not brilliant. Uh, okay, we have a few more minutes for you the rest of your day. You've got to get, get like 17 more hours in in two minutes. So, um, so basically, <laughs> okay, talk you, really you, fast. <laughs> so you, you go through your day and you're, um, you're, having your, uh, you're, you're trying to stay in the present moment. You're not getting lost in the future or getting lost in the past. You're at work. You're doing whatever the thing is, and you're just trying to be conscientious of being in the present moment, right? Yes. What helps you stay in the present moment in the midst of a beta wave workday? Um, a lot of the time, you, you need to start noticing when you're out of it which will be pretty easy when you realize that these thoughts are going in your mind. Oh, Jack is doing that thing he does again. Oh, my God. And, you know, all those kind of thoughts. Or when you hear yourself talking about yourself, I won't be able to do it. They'll never believe I know what I'm doing. Right. I'm, you know, and when you catch yourself and you'll know because it feels bad. So you'll catch yourself more and more. Number one, when you catch yourself, don't beat yourself up for having done that. Just say, oh, I'm, I'm disconnected right now. How can I get back in the present moment where my power really is? So you can step out of the room. You can. It's always good to just step into the bathroom for a few minutes. Do a potty meditation. That's it. They're they're very powerful. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you did that. <laughs> and just get by yourself for a few minutes and start to breathe again. And like I said, the more you practice it, the quicker it works and the easier it is. You won't always snap back, mm. um, but after a while you will. Right. After you really are good and practiced with this, it will become the more familiar vibration that you live in and being out of it will be the anomaly mm. and you'll notice it so fast when you're used to being in it that gap shrinks pretty quickly yes all right so now let's take us take us home at nighttime you're, you're getting ready to go to bed okay and this is uh getting right with your day um, a lot of the time you can you can do whatever you want that makes you feel good. Have a glass of wine, do a little yoga, you know, what your little you want to give yourself a little me ritual at night. And this shows yourself that you are honoring yourself and you're opening and inviting the presence of your inner guidance to come into your life. So I will like think over my day sometimes as I'm maybe doing some yoga and I'll, I'll just go, you know, if I'm just feeling really good, I just experience that and open that further and validate how great I'm feeling. If I'm not, I, I ask myself, well, when did this feeling hit me that I'm not feeling so good? And normally something in the day triggered it, you know, some thought I got going or something somebody said or whatever. So I get straight with myself at night before I go to bed. I look at that area where my thought went into something else, I became disconnected. And then I work my way back to my connection from that place until I do feel good inside. I, I try to look at whatever that situation is with genuine compassion and love. Yes. But 
apply to yourself. Like if you were the one who you, who you feel you didn't do something right or you said the wrong thing, apply the love and the compassion to it. Don't keep beating yourself up for it. Imagine yourself as your own little child and you're soothing your own self through this moment, making it feel better, and then knowing I will be less likely to do that next time mm. because I see now that it made me feel bad, right. you know. And this is how you begin correcting and lining your behavior and your thoughts and your emotion up with the soul view of things. Wow. Well, wouldn't you all like to live with Susan? I think I think I do. I tell you what, I know I'd get, I'd get up in the right mentality, in the right state of being. Well, as, as usual, we run out of time. Yeah, always. Always, right? But actually, we're right on time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's perfect and right in its in its moment, right? Well, thank you all for watching, uh, Susan McDowell, Magic Touch. Uh, you can reach her at uh, seven seven. Zero eight four one zero six nine eight for more wisdom and uh, and, and insight. So thank you guys for watching today. Is and enjoy the eclipse, everybody. Yes, the eclipse is on my birthday. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. I know. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm, I'm going to put the energy out. We're going to have some fun on my oh, birthday. Oh, I think All the right. eclipse is going to be. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the eclipse. We'll talk to you guys next week. Big week coming up next week. See you later, everybody. Bye. You have been listening to The Good Intention Show on the UI Radio Network. The Good Intention Show is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intention. Be sure to log on to unitedintentions.org a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions, one intention at a time. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, live life with intent. The United Intentions Foundation and its associates take no responsibility for the opinions and statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.